This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Hopelessness, despair, things that you or someone you know may be going through, or perhaps have gone through. Where do we turn? Where do we seek refuge? My guest today is a priest who early in life suffered these same sufferings, but had a profound experience of God's love that left him changed. And through the prayers of his mom, he became a priest of Jesus Christ. Father Rob now travels speaking and singing to hundreds of thousands of people a year and now has a book, Breakthrough, A Journey from Desperation to Hope. This was a powerful interview, friends. Here's my conversation with Father Rob Gale. Hello, Father. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Are you, uh, are you in Australia now? No, I'm actually in Connecticut. I'm, I'm in the middle of a, a tour, I'm speaking and singing around the East Coast. Australia. It's midnight there right now. So I was, uh, we, we were wondering about that. That's good. And you travel all around the world. In fact, you minister to 200,000 young people each year, which is pretty impressive. What a story you have. I mean, take us back to the beginning. I think it's important to kind of paint the picture, the, the foundation, where you're writing from. And you say the Lord really did. He brought you out of hopelessness, desperation. How so? Having been brought up in a, a Catholic country, I was actually born in, in Malta, in, in Europe. And that's a country which is 98% Catholic. Very faithful country, but I'm also quite famous for partying. So we love to party. Um, and the, for example, the drinking age in Malta is 16. I'm, I'm not going to go into a lot of details, but by the time I was 14, I had run away from home, started to hang out with, with friends who um, got me into drinking and then stealing and then um, got into drugs and and even into violent um, into a violent group and I would start fights um, with people for for no reason and by the time I was 16 years old I was just so messed up that I didn't know who I was or where I was anymore and um, it was at this point where I was I was suicidal I was lost I didn't want to live anymore but you know what one thing I did have I um, I, I had a praying mama. You know, my mom never gave up on me. And she used to see me getting worse and worse, and she'd fall to her knees and she'd say, God, you have to save my little angel. You've got to save my child. Mm. And she gathered friends and she persevered. And, and I, I stand here today because of her perseverance, because of her prayer. My, my mom used to, used to pray, but she was one of those moms that used to plan also. So I, I still do believe that prayer is the first thing, but it isn't everything. I oftentimes say this, Father, and I, I don't know if I could say it anymore, but I, I don't think there's any more any more powerful prayer than that which comes from a, a mother. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just think about it. If you were God, if you were Jesus, you'd be scared of a praying mama because she's <laughs> persistent. And... She's, um, uh, there's a, no one who knows the heart of a child like a mother, you know, and so that's their responsibility, spiritual responsibility at the same time. And so she would pray and pray and gather friends and 
And then one day um, I got invited to a youth group and I, I attended this youth group depressed and still suicidal. And I, I just saw young people there. And I remember thinking, wow, I, I want the joy that they have. And I just kept going to the youth group. And then one day um, there was this doctor, a medical doctor, who gave a talk. And he started to speak about Jesus in a way I had never heard before. You see, he said Jesus was someone we could have a relationship with. And so I went home, I sat down, put a chair in front of me, and I tapped the chair in front of me. I said, Jesus, sit down. I want to talk to you like that doctor talks hmm. to you. And, uh, and eventually I would pray. And a few weeks after doing this, I had this spiritual encounter, this moment where I just sensed that there was someone in the room. And um, I had this experience of, of unconditional love to the point where I just fell to my knees and I cried for two hours, asking God to stop loving me because I thought my heart was going to explode. Wow. And I, I just got up from that moment, like two hours of crying. And I just got up and I just thought, you know, my first reaction was no, not how nice this was, but okay, I need to tell the world about it. Hmm. And I, since then, I, I was I was 16 years old. I haven't stopped. I, I want to tell the world about God's love, and this is what I want to spend the rest of my life doing. So you didn't see anything at this moment. It was just an overwhelming sense of God's love for you. Well, I did in a sense. I sensed there was someone there in the room, and I just saw them. Like it was my imagination. It's hard to say, you know. It's not. Uh, it's not a physically seeing, but I remember thinking that there was someone in the room. And w- when I sensed there was someone in the room, my heart was first filled with anger. I remember just standing up, just pointing at this this figure there, or this this presence, and I was shouting at this presence, saying, "God, why did you abandon me?" What, what, I was so angry. Uh, again, in my imagination, see this person just looking at me and loving me. In my anger. You see, when I was in my room and I was suicidal, one of the things that I used to long for was, you know, my parents would knock at the door um, and, and they would see how I was doing, but deep down, I wanted them to break down the door and to hold me, you know, and just to allow me to kick and to scream and uh, and, and to be loved. And, but, but they couldn't, uh, as my parents didn't do that. They couldn't do that. But I believe that that's what God did. You know, he, he just saw me in my anger and my frustration, and he just, just looked at me and he loved me. And that broke me. And, and from there I started crying with tears of pain, anger, and then it just slowly, after the two hours, it just turned to more joy. And I was crying, not just tears. I was crying to the point where I was in this fetal position and I was screaming, crying like a like a newborn baby. This is this is powerful. A, a lot of people think God will help them when when kind of I make it out of that mess. But but you say more or less words. God God wants God wants to be invited into that mess, the difficulties, the struggles of our life. This is precisely where He spoke to you. That's correct. And if we, you see, this is one of the things that I often say is that God takes our mess. And he turns, them into a, turns it into a message. That's what God does, and he wants us in our mess. He chose Peter in a mess. Uh, St. Paul was a mess as well. He says in Romans, I, everything I, I know I shouldn't do, I end up doing everything I know I, I, I should 
should be doing, I, I'm not doing. And this is what God chooses. He chooses messed up people. And he, because he, when we're messed up, in a sense, we're at the end of ourselves. And that's where God can work. All we need to do is just stop and stop and let God love us. You know, it's not complicated in a sense that we don't need complicated prayers. We just need to stop and let God give us a hug, let us let Him embrace us. We need God in our darkness, not only in the light. We need Him, and He finds us in our darkness. Trusting God is so difficult for me, Father. I, I just, I've said it over and over again, and I'm not afraid to be able to talk about it. It's just, uh, it's so difficult because I'd rather just trust myself. Uh, yeah. That's why the image of the Divine Mercy image, uh, Jesus, I trust yeah. in you, has been so good for me in my own prayer life to give myself over. Is there baby steps that you kind of give in the book to be able to help us give ourselves to our Lord, even despite the struggles and difficulties we go through? Yes. Absolutely. In the book, there's the whole process, like there's a story, there are reflections, moments of how I let go of one piece at a time. And there are reflection questions, meditations, even QR codes that you can download. I'm also a musician. I record music so people can actually download the music and the music accompanies them even as they read the book. But it's about, at the end of the day, and all of this, what we try to lead you to, even through the book, is, is not to actually do anything, but to let go, to surrender, which is the hardest thing we could possibly do. Mm. You know, just to say, God, here is my mess. If you can take this mess and make something out of it, here I am. And you know what? God doesn't walk towards us. He runs towards us. And then we run away, but he continues to chase us. And this is where we have to spend our life just learning to stop I'm learning to let him catch us. Uh, there's also, uh, from what I see here, a little birdie told me, a uh, tentative release date for a film, The Singing Priest, about uh, your life that's going to be coming out here soon. Yes. Look, we don't know the exact date. And we don't know the exact time, but there certainly is a movie being made about the book. So the book um, and my story is being made into a, a Hollywood movie, a, a big movie. So... Um, they're in pre-production stage. I am not going to act in it, um, but I've certainly there's going to be some great actors and a great cast involved in, in, this, in this movie. So I'm very excited for that, too. Father Rob, your story is moving, and uh, it, it's no wonder why it's helping so many uh, hundreds of thousands of people each year. Uh, and it comes from the heart. It's, it's evident there. Thank you, for, um, thank you for blessing us with with your story. Father Rob Gallia, everyone. Father Rob, God bless you. Thank you so much for coming on. God bless you, too. So there you have it, friends. Amazing. And I mean it when I say his story just comes straight from the heart. It's why he's able to move so many people closer to Jesus. Do you believe Jesus loves you and wants only what's best for you? If you didn't before, listen to that interview again. I hope you do now. Get his book as fast as you can. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting them to take part in the show. Visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com, as well. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I'm John Leonetti, signing off of Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.